Hello, hello, welcome back to Formula E Bite. We are fresh off the back of a double header weekend in Rome, the first racing we've had in Formula E for a while, and we had plenty of action. So we will jump right into that, but first, we have since had the news that Maserati will be partnering with Rocket Venturi once they enter the sport in Generation 3 next season. Now, we heard, of course, earlier in the year that Maserati were coming on board. Now we know that they are going to be partnering with Venturi, and this could be a very exciting partnership indeed, so we will cover this in more detail as and when the details come in going forwards. But for now, let's get right into the mix with Rome. I think this weekend is probably going to be one that has shaped the championship more than we might have expected this early on in the season. Just based on the level of success certain drivers and teams had, as we'll, we'll get into later, the standings have been shaken up a bit by this weekend, but they also remain very close. If you remember in the last episode, we took a look at the standings ahead of the racing in Italy and the top 10 was was very close and they, they still are, as we will get to later. But we've had, what, five races now out of a 14 race calendar. So, we, so we've smashed through a chunk of that calendar, a third of the calendar already. So I think the results this weekend have probably been quite crucial come the end of the season for some of the teams. Let's go right to the start of the weekend then and fly through the round four qualification. The top four fastest drivers in group A were Verline in fourth, Van Dorn third, Frein second and Dennis topping the group. Over in group B we had De Vries fourth, Lotterer third, and then the two Tachita teammates at the top, Vern second, De Costa top of the group. So early signs then of what we spoke about in the last podcast, where I was expecting pace-wise Porsche, Tachita, Mercedes to be to be right up there. Um, this is a good track for them historically and based on where the cars are at this season and last season, it just makes sense that those would be the drivers having the most joy in terms of pace initially. So then, of course, we had the quarterfinal. In the matchup of De Vries versus Dennis, De Vries came out on top, managing a faster time. Frines was faster than Lotterer in their matchup by seven-tenths of a second, which was the biggest gap between any of the quarterfinalists. Van Dorn was faster than Verne by half a second, and De Costa was faster than Verline. So, of course, into the semi-finals. Frines versus De Vries. Frines was faster by a tenth of a second. But in semi-final two, Van Dorn versus De Costa was even closer. Just one thousandth of a second in it. So the final for pole, Van Dorn beat Frines to take pole. And so the top ten going into the race was Roland in 10th, Evans 9th, Lotterer 8th, Verline 7th, Dennis 6th, Verne 5th, De Costa 4th, De Vries 3rd, Robin Fryn 2nd of course and Van Dorn on pole. So in the E-Prix then we saw a lot of those drivers who got through to the knockout stages in quality do, do well. 
of course they they were looking good pace wise i think sam bird deserves uh, an honorable mention for for his drive starting in 13th making his way up to fifth and unfortunately for mercedes having looked very good going into the race they did have one dnf in de Vries. roland and gunter were also dnf for that race down at the bottom you have the teams that uh, you would expect who have lacked pace um you know the the dragons are down there Giovinazzi 19th seti camera 15th tictum and turvy and the neo 17th and 18th not overly surprising but drivers who did earn points lotterer in 10th uh, maybe disappointing for him i think probably could have achieved more that epre cassidy 9th verline 8th having started 7th uh, both the porsches actually going down from their starting positions which uh, i think they, they could have could have made more out of this epre mortara 7th to costa finished 6th Bird, as, as I said, was fifth. Verne was fourth. And then on the podium, he had the pole sitter Van Dorn in third. Freins holding his position and finishing second. And the race was won by Mitch Evans, who started in ninth um, at just an excellent drive from Evans. Some signs of Jaguar getting back in it, perhaps. I think I've said this before, but Jaguar are a team that I feel always have so much potential. So maybe this is the start of them pushing on. You know, there are signs there now that they could start to get into this season a bit more than they have so far. Round five, the very next day, of course, onto the qualification for that. The top four in Group A, Fryn's top, followed by Lotterer, Dennis, and then Bird. Group B, Evans top, followed by Verline, Van Dorn, and Verne. So again, Porsches in there for the pace. They have a lot of pace around Rome. That's just don't know what it is it's a good track for them the knockouts then Vern versus Freins Vern came out on top Lotterer was faster than Van Dorn in their matchup Dennis was faster than Verline and Evans faster than Bird the semi-finals Vern was faster than Lotterer and Dennis faster than Evans so the final Dennis versus Vern saw Vern come out on top and take pole and so on to the Epre. Now, a lot of DNFs. A lot of DNFs. Bird, Cassidy, Dennis, Sims, Roland, Mortara and Giovinazzi all having a bit of a mare. Um, unfortunate. But, um, I mean, Bird may have had an awful time of it, but his teammate had a fantastic weekend because Evans won this again by half a second over Verne. Uh, who, as well, Vern had a, an excellent weekend, as did Robin Fryens, who was also on the podium again. Fryens finishing third. Lotterer just outside the podium. Well, I say just outside. It's something like two seconds off. But the point is he was fourth. Um, Verline, sixth. So again, the Porsches had the pace. They, they really could have made more of this weekend. But uh, Evans just had a fantastic weekend. Van Dorn finishing fifth. Turvey finished seventh um who he started in 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 22nd place so i mean i'm sure he was surprised to see himself up there i mean tictum as well his teammate finished 10th uh, started in in 20th um of course they benefited from so many cars um going down as dnf so there is that element to it but great for them uh, Boemi 
as well, who, who had, didn't have a particularly great weekend, managing to come in ninth as well. So points for some teams who probably really didn't expect any, to be honest. But there we go. That is the weekend rounded up. And now to mention the podium predictions. Um, I, of course, last week went for Lotterer, De Vries and Dennis, none of whom made it on the podium. Lotterer was closest. But uh, no, nothing for me. I, I do not win. Do not win this week. Well, I, I rarely get them right, to be fair. But um, it's coming. It's coming. I'd like to give a shout out to Daniel, who, who submitted uh, Mitch Evans and Sam Bird. Now he says, I'm a massive Jaguar fan. I want to see these boys on the podium. I think they can do it. Um, so fair play. Fair play because Evans won both races. I wouldn't have wouldn't have seen that coming, to be honest. Uh, of course, Bird was unlucky. But, you know, I mean, I think it makes up for the fact that Evans won, you know, both. So fair play to you, Daniel. The only thing I would say was that your your third guest was Joe Fanazzi. So... Um, not sure what was going on there, but um, maybe that was uh, more optimistic. I would have loved to see Giovinazzi on the podium in his home, his home Epre. It would it would have been it would have been great, but um, it's not his fault that Penske not the fastest. So I think probably no matter what poor Antonio does, um, he's going to struggle to get that car onto the podium all season. But let's see. Hopefully we can come back to this episode in, I don't know, eight races time. And Giovinazzi is finally on the podium. That would be great. That would be wonderful. We we wait to see. But if you want to send in a podium prediction, then you can. Just email show.formulaebyte at gmail.com. And now let's just look at the top 10 in the driver's standing right now. 10th is Dennis on 26 points. Degrassi is ninth with 29. De Vries takes a bit of a tumble after his double zero points in, in Rome. Down to eighth with 38 points. Verline is seventh with 42. Lotterer is sixth with one point more than his teammate with 43. Mortara fifth with 49 points. And... Evans, after scoring 50 points in Rome, now has 51 points. Massive, massive jump for him. And it sits in fourth place with his 51 points. Van Dorn is third with 56. Freins is up to 58 in second place. And Verne now tops the standings after five rounds with 60 points. So a lot of the usual suspects in and around the top. I think we are in for a very exciting season indeed. But that is all for now. We will be back before Monaco, which um, is at the end of the month for round six. I love Monaco, as you know. Very excited for that. So come back then. Make sure you are subscribed to Formula E Byte wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I'll see you in the next one.